every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and did a five-minute clinic on why it is so important to live in the truth. Today, for episode number 344, we are going to do a Small Talks episode on figuring out your core values. So last week, I believe it was Friday, Kevin and I are in a mastermind with Kim Spencer, Spike Spencer, and Summer Scalero, all of which have been on the podcast, so hopefully you know of them. And we are going through a book called Traction by Gino Wickman. And the second part of that book is about core values. And so Kevin and I sat down every other week. We're actually meeting with that team and going through another chapter. And so we sat down 20 minutes prior to the last one and just hammered out our core values because that was kind of the homework for the previous two weeks. And we realized really quickly that we were already fairly clear on them, but now we actually have them that we want to share with you. And the reason why we're sharing them with you is to show you that number one, having your core values is really valuable because now you can make your decisions based on that. And what the book says is that you should be reviewing, hiring, firing, and rewarding based on those core values. And I think that similar to the law of attraction episode we did a few weeks ago, I think having clarity on your core values and making your decisions based on that is going to make the person's places, things and ideas that are similar to you that have similar core values be attracted to you. I'm just setting a timer because we jeffed it. Okay. Um, I think the other important thing that doesn't necessarily get brought up or talked about that much is your core values, a lot of them are going to determine either what you're looking for in somebody else or what annoys you about somebody else. If somebody, like, again, we, Evan Carmichael said this to us when we were in Toronto. Kevin, if you're around somebody who doesn't have any resilience, they're going to annoy you. Alan, if you're around somebody who doesn't have any legacy, you know, they don't, they're not trying to leave a mark on the world or something behind, they're going to annoy you. And then when you think about it, it's like, yeah, that kind of, that kind of is the truth. For me, at least, like, I def- I'm not annoyed, but like, it's not somebody that I necessarily would want to do this with. Right. Right? And not only that, he said, you'll annoy them. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've been in a relationship with someone who didn't share my core values and didn't share the legacy focus. And now that I'm with Emilia and she has such a focus on legacy, it's, it's not even close. It, it's so important to have people that are congruent. So Evan Carmichael wrote a book called The One Word, Your One Word. So Kevin's is resilience. Mine is legacy. <clears throat> so first, let's start there. Ah, Kevin has the book, Evan Carmichael Endorsement. No, he did not pay us for that. Nope. Um, but we love Evan, so happy to promote his book. He has a new one called <laughs> Built, Built to Serve. Serve. Yeah, yeah. I have not read it yet. No, I haven't either. So I'm going to hammer all six, and then we're going to go through starting with uh, Kevin's, which is resilience. So my one word is legacy. His is resilience. Obviously, those are two of the six. So number one is authenticity. Number two is a growth mindset. Number three is humility. Number four is resilience. Number five is legacy slash long-term impact. And then number six is a giving heart. These are not necessarily in order yet. 
as a matter of fact, I don't think we did end up putting them in order, but these are the six that we came up with the other day. Uh, for me, I mean, resilience is, I write it every day in my journal. I, um, my goal is to show the resilience it takes to persevere. What is resilience in your opinion? The, the ability to fall down and get back up or keep going when things feel dark or it's your emotional muscle. It's your, that's what it is. It's, it's, your, it's your emotional skin. Like how much discomfort can you take? How much of a savage are you? That's usually what we say. Like are you, are you a savage? Like do you right. want to go to the gym after driving six hours? You know, that's kind of, that's kind of the people in my life and I, I like it that way because the other thing too is they don't let you take, they don't let you slide in your excuses. Right. That's another thing. Like you and I hold each other accountable when we're on the road and we've just driven 12 hours to Toronto or whatever. I know I didn't work out that day. I ended up eating pizza by myself, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but I, I just think like, if, whether it's an intimate relationship or a business relationship, you have to know what you look for and what you admire in somebody else. And I never realized that resilience is something I admire. Why do I like so many fighters? Because right. they're so resilient. Right. Why do I like Eminem? So resilient, right? Coming up through all sorts Dude. of adversity and, and continuing to, to do it and then becoming the best in the world even though he shouldn't be. That's, that is resilience. All of my heroes too are focused on legacy. They right. always were. But I didn't realize that that was Same. why before Evan Carmichael came into our life. Same. If you're out there right now and you don't have clarity on your core values, I guarantee you, you admire in other people certain character traits that are going to indicate to you something that you either want more of or value within yourself. So for resilience, we ended up writing step up versus shell up. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. We want to work with people who are ready to step up and who walk toward the fire and don't run from it. Yes. So we'll do legacy next. So legacy is a focus on long-term impact. In other words, I realized this recently too. It's a business is not necessarily to make money. Why? What is the purpose of a business? A a business is supposed to serve people. It's supposed to, if you think about your favorite product right now, everyone has a favorite product. Okay, that business's mission should have been to provide value to the quality of your life. Money is a necessary and profit is a necessary part of that machine that makes that product or service better and better and better. So Evan Carmichael, again, getting a lot of shout outs in this, he said money should not be number one, but it also shouldn't be number five. Mm. So money is important. And I know Brendan Burchard says money is the lifeblood of a business. So the point I'm making here is your life is not to make money. Your life is not to just have fun. There's nothing wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with fun. Those are wonderful things. But I believe that life is about growth and contribution. You can only contribute to the extent that you grow. And you can only grow to the extent that you're resilient. And I think that these are all connected. So legacy to me is maximizing your long-term impact on the world and the effect that you have on other people in this life. And so what we ended up writing is focus on the long game. If you're super focused on the short term and all you really care about is right here and now and sort of just hanging out or whatever, you and I probably won't get along. That doesn't mean you're wrong and I'm right. There's nothing like that. It's just I know that that's something that I'm not wired for. And Evan Carmichael was very, very right when he said that people who aren't focused on long-term impact are going to bother me. <clears throat> and people who are, I'm naturally attracted to. Right. Alex Hinkle, his word is impact. He and I are 
like inseparable. Nate's always been focused on the long term. You, right? So Emilia, same deal. She's always been focused on the long term. So that's another one of our core values. And the the thing too about legacy, like anything that you use on a daily basis, somebody created and it lives beyond them. Right. right? Like that's kind of how it works. And and the stuff that is changing lives right now, yeah, there's still people around, you know, like Elon Musk and people like that. But the telephone, somebody created that. That's part of their legacy. Now they're gone and that lives on. So that is, if you want something to live on well beyond you, you're definitely focused on your legacy. Yeah, super powerful. It's for the next generation too. All right, so I remember the very first time that we went to Amy's place where we all hung out together with Emilia. I had met her like two weeks ago, two weeks prior to this. And she brought a game where there was fascinating questions for all of us to answer. It's a very hyper-conscious game. And we all went around the room and answered a bunch of questions. One of the questions was, what do you want to be the best in the world at? If you could only pick one thing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, well, you know, speaking, podcasting. But then I remember thinking to myself, like, honestly, being the best father. And that's legacy as well. Hmm. Legacy is not just you. It's about who you impact. It's about your mentees. It's about your mentors. It's about your mom. It's about your dad. It's about your daughter or your son. It's about everyone you have an effect on. And to me, that's what we should all be focused on. I agree. I agree. I don't think I ever had focus on it until we connected, really. I think the main thing there, man, is focused on the long term. You know, it's, it's, I've always been playing a very long term game. You are now too. Yeah. And, hanging out with anyone who's not is going to start being more challenging for you as well. Uh, just like hanging out with anyone who's not resilient. Dude, literally I worked with some people prior to Kevin and I stopped working with them immediately after I worked with Kevin. And I even said, no one works as hard as him. What was I really saying? When I realized your level of resilience was like mine, right? I was like, I don't want to work with anyone that's not like Kevin. I've been spoiled kind of because you work so effing hard. I appreciate that. Um, even when you're slacking. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Authenticity. Yes. Growth mindset, humility, and a giving heart. Let's go through those one by one. One so, by one. So let's go. We got six minutes. <clears throat> Jesus. <clears throat> so I want to make sure that uh, we can also touch on any other points that we have. Right. Right. So uh, what was the next one? Authenticity. Yeah. When, if you're listening to this and you have a podcast or if you, you know, if you work with people behind the scenes, you realize very quickly that not everybody is who they say they are, right? And authenticity to me is your perception and your reality are the same. Like, I don't, I'm not let down when I meet you. When, when we interview you, it's not like, oh, you're a completely different person when the, the interview starts. I mean, obviously, right. are you a little different? Yeah. Like, do I swear more when I'm not podcasting? Sure, I do. Do I swear when I rap? Sure, I do. There's certain things I won't ever say, right? But you also know what you're going to get with us. That's the, that's the goal. And right. that's why authenticity is so important to us. Especially if like if you're on the team, we have to know that you're the person that you say you are or you're going to be meeting people. Like We have to know that you're going to be a good person. That's why Tiff and Amy are so good on the team. And yeah, it's very important to us, for sure. Super important. We, we wrote character focus. If you're more focused on your character than on your perception. Yeah. In other words, you care about who you really are way more than what other people think you are. Yeah. And the people in our life that, whether it be guests or other people we've worked with that are not as focused on that has definitely bothered us. For sure. Number two, growth mindset. I mean, 
if you're going to be in this space, if you're going to be in this genre, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, you have to have some level of a growth mindset. You have to be willing to fail forward. You have to understand that you know feedback is a good thing, that lessons are pain, but like the, the only difference between pain and a lesson is what you take from it, right? right. Like that is so important because you know, again, if you're on the team, you're probably going to be doing things you've never done before. If you've never, if you've never cold called somebody, you might do that. If you've never been uh, to a live event, you you're going to do that. And understanding that, like the way we are, with like, look, screw it, it's it, whatever. We might fail, but we got to do it. That's how we are with our team. Like, yeah, okay, cool. You screwed up. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's like right. really no big deal. It's not the end of the world. We appreciate your help so much, and it's only going to make us better. And exactly. I, I think it's I think that's one of the most important things for anybody who wants to go somewhere further than they are now, having a growth mindset. I couldn't agree more, man. I would rather try and fail than not try at all because those failures are all lessons. Yeah. Every rep is a report card. All right, a giving heart is a very important one. I'll let you do this one. Okay. So a giving heart, I believe, is, again, it comes down to a focus on contribution. Um, it can be little things or big things. Do you hold the door for somebody? Are you focused on yourself all the time? Now, here's the interesting thing you got to be careful of. Self-development is a focus on self. You have to improve yourself. You have to look inward. You have to spend time alone. You have to read books. You have to do things. Personal growth is personal. But is that so that you can grow more, so that you can give more? And I think that comes, these are all connected again. So a giving heart is being generous. It's wanting good for you, but mostly good for others too. And a lot of people say, like, do it for you, like, achieve your dreams for you. Honestly, I understand why they say that. Yes, you need to have some intrinsic self-motivations, but you also need to have some external motivations of giving. I mean, if you want to be fulfilled, the way to do it is to contribute to those you love and beyond that. Yeah. And that's really what we're focused on. Yep. Same. Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent with that. And then humility, which we wrote, was no entitlement. And just, just real quick, so authenticity was a character focus. Growth mindset was fail forward and learning lessons along the way. Humility is no entitlement. Resilience is stepping up versus shelling up. Legacy is a focus on the long game, not the short game. And then number six is a giving heart, which is a focus on service, serving others. So humility. This one bugs us a lot when people don't have it, and I have been guilty of this in the past, but I really do believe I've worked hard on it. I think it's... Again, like, you got to know that you don't know everything. And you also have to know that, in a weird way, you're only as good as your last performance, in a way. Uh, I know that's how we are. But there's been times where it's like people get frustrated with us because we're not as available as they'd like. And it's just one of those things where it's like, look... You know, I, I the fact that you want me around means the world to me. It does. But right. the only reason you want me around is because I can't be around. You know, three years ago, nobody cared if I wasn't around. I mean, people did. I don't mean it like that. But there wasn't the same pull. And, right. you know, there, there can't be that entitlement of like, well, you should be here. It's like, no, I need to, I need to be doing what I'm doing. I need right. to be podcasting. I need to be speaking. I need to be, you know, writing raps. I need to be with my girlfriend. I need to be with Alan doing business stuff. I need to be on this trip. I need to be in California. I need to be in Florida. So right. it's just one of those things where like, if you have an old relationship with somebody, they might feel entitled to your time because they had it before. They might like the person that you used to be because they get to spend time with you. Again, it doesn't necessarily mean they're, they're not a bad person. 
They just right. want more time with you. That means you're a valuable person. It's just a right. fine line of saying like, look, I appreciate that, but this is how it has to be. And you have to set, kind of set that boundary. Amen, dude. Well, well said. The old Kevin used to say this, nobody rides for free. Yeah. Um, and what's fascinating about that is it's kind of like wanting to earn it more than you want it. Yeah. So I don't play the lottery because honestly, call me crazy, I want to earn my money. I want to earn the respect of my peers. I want to earn my legacy. I want to earn being on this team. I want to earn being a good friend. And I think wanting to earn it more than wanting just the result is so important. And the other thing is thinking you get it by default. And the other thing too is like, I don't want what I just said to get, like nobody rides for free, right? I don't want somebody to misconstrue that and be like, oh, okay, so, you know, you take advantage of people. No, no. No, no. Think of it like, like how... Any chance I get to give Tiffany business, I do it. I texted her today and said, hey, I have an opportunity here that I'm, I was going to subcontract out to somebody, but do you want it? I'd rather pay you. The website, right. I'd rather pay you. I'd rather pay her more than somebody else. Exactly. Could I, I definitely could have got it done for cheaper probably, but I don't want to. That's not what this is about. She's done so much for us that I want to reciprocate that. That's part of that. That's part of not being entitled. You show up, and you say, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. Now, it's a fine line because you, if somebody will take advantage of you, right? right. I, I'm sure there's people out there that would. But I remember that stuff. I remember that and then I want it. That's one of the reasons I want way more money. Yeah. So I can take care of everybody around me. That's one of my goals. Amen. That's a giving heart. These are all super connected men. Imagine someone who is authentic all the time, focused on their character, who has a growth mindset and is willing to fail forward. Imagine someone who has humility and wants to earn everything. Imagine someone who has resilience and always walks towards the fire instead of running from it. Imagine someone who's focused on their long-term impact, not just the short game. And imagine someone who's incredibly generous. That is what we want on the Hyperconscious Podcast team. Now, for you, if you're out there, there's a couple quick key takeaways we wanted to talk about. Do you want to go into those? We got to go quick. Okay. We got to go quick. So one of the ones that... David Meltzer has talked about this when we were with Anthony Trucks in California. He talked about this. He said, guys... People like Eric Thomas, Brennan Burchard, Tom Bilyeu, they don't have to make decisions. Their decisions are based on their core values. They just know whether or not they're going to do it. Dave says the same thing. Like, how do you prioritize your day? I only do the things that are in alignment and congruent with my core values. That's it. If it's not, I don't do it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And that helps us. Your options just went way. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps us with our podcast guests. Like, I don't ever want to have Kim Kardashian on the podcast. I'm sorry. No. I don't care what it would do for the podcast. I don't think she's in alignment with my core values. That's all. Nothing, again, not a bad person. She's a billionaire. She's doing something, right? But right. that's not the path that I want to take necessarily. Exactly. And that's how we make a lot of our decisions. And if you're out there right now and you ever feel overwhelmed constantly with what to do and not to do, getting clear in your core values will help you tremendously. Someone asks you to go to the bar. If that's aligned with your core values, that person, that place, and that thing, do it. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's not, you'll know at least right away. And yeah. then you'll be like, you know what? Sorry, it's not in alignment or whatever. And if you feel like uh, dirty, if you feel like a lot of the things that you just feel bad after, like, ah, that's not me. Okay, what is what is you? Because that's exactly. your, you might be breaking your core values. Exactly. And you don't want to, self-esteem is staying congruent with your core values. So if you want self-esteem, which I'm assuming you do, and self-confidence and self-respect, you're going to have to get clear on this. The last thing I wanted to say is integrate them. So Kevin and I came up with those six for us. I have individual ones that are a little different, and he has his individual ones. So one of the things Emilia and I are doing is I wrote out all six of my core values, technically seven, then the six that we have, 
And now she's writing out all of hers and we're going to end up integrating so that we can get clear on what is congruent and how to integrate. So if you have people in your life, communicate your core values to them so that at least they understand why you can't be there if you can't. Yeah. Fire. 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 All right. What are we doing next? We are doing scratching the surface on finding your bottlenecks, identifying it, and then shifting it so that you can grow. Finding, shifting, and fixing your bottlenecks. Perfect. Okay. And if you have some bottlenecks that need fixing, shifting, um, Alan and I are both taking on clients still, right? You have space left? Yes, one more. Um, I, I do as well. I'm starting to shift towards podcast stuff. But again, the for the courses that I have, 20% off Jeff 1 or Jeff 20, the Hyperconscious Mindset Program, if you're looking to become the most confident, clear, courageous version of yourself, if you're sick of being afraid, if you're sick of feeling like you're not not only accomplishing your goals but chasing them, that is why I created this. Imagine yourself in three years not even recognizing yourself. That's where I am today. That's why I made that program to help you guys take the steps that I took. Guys, Kevin and I at one point were just people sitting in a seat at an event trying to get clear on who we are and what we want to do in this world. If you need help with that, not only will those programs help you, but also our weekly mastermind. The only wrong answer is to sit back and stay the same. Please join us on our mastermind. We're going to do wins, losses, bottlenecks. We're going to do fielding questions, and then we're going to set intentions each week. Every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we actually have one tonight. I'm super pumped. Please join us. And we're not trying to sell anything either. It's not. There's no like sales. We're just literally the, the point is to add value week to week to make people connect or help people connect with other people. There's business going on inside of it. Like we had a couple people talking about business. So, you know, our goal is to help you guys. We are creating this mastermind because this is what we needed. That's why exactly. we're so passionate about it. All right, we get to get out of here. So we hope you enjoyed this and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper conscious.